Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I hope it's a good one, without any fear, whether you're a red or a green one, a black or a blue. Gosh, that John Lennon was such an amazing lyricist. He really was, wasn't he? That's I miss him. Somebody should have killed him. I miss him nearly as much as I miss King, Dom, King John Eel. He was a bit ill. Uh, everyone did that joke. He was. He had diabetes because he ate too many sweeties. He died of working too hard and caring <laughs> too much. In his special train. That's right. With all his concubines and... North Koreans are the worst fake cries I've ever seen. Oh, did you enjoy it? Where I did. I don't think it's all fake. I think some of it is genuine history. Well, I think if you're... Yes, if you're brought up in... Did Danny Baker uh, send a tweet saying... I thought Danny Baker was dead. Nope, he survived death and came back. Oh, he came back on oh, the third day. That's right. So he tweeted... You yes. didn't... He, the, uh, Jesus did say I can make us the person you'd least expect. Mm-hmm. So Danny Baker... Is no, I wasn't... Thing. I really wasn't expecting Danny Baker. No. He tweeted on the day, the day it happened saying um, that... Uh, saying, oh, can you believe that footage of all the people... All the brainwashed people showing grief, and then linked yes. to a picture of people crying about Diana. Mm. So I thought it was quite funny. Mm. It was quite. Why are you looking at Twitter? Because I suddenly got a message from Laura. Oh, Laura Fartwright. And then she says, I'm in love with another man, but my husband has no idea. Boggy dog, I'm carrying your love child. Should I get an abortion? Really? Mm. Why would she bring that up on, 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 on Twitter? I thought it was a little inappropriate, actually. <laughs> what did she really say? That's what she said. Is that true? Yeah, sorry, John. I don't wow. want it to come out like this. This is this is pretty heavy. Well, you know, let's... I'm, doing, I'm in love with the... Oh, my goodness, it's true! Yes. Well, I think we'll have to get to that in due time. OK, <laughs> she, she needs to wait in line. That's right. Like everybody else. Explain, explain. Okay. Uh, this, is, this is episode 94. 94. And as with all episodes 94, it's a, mm-hmm. view, it's a viewer and listener response special. That's correct. Um, but we need to say what the topic is. But you first need to, before John says the topic, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I want you to email in now, podcast at, at rumdoings.com, and I want you to guess what the topic's going to be. <laughs> so email podcast at rumdoings.com at- now. At Rumdoings, if you're using the tweeters. I'm just pressing pause. Right, press pause, and make sure the tape doesn't get snagged while you press pause. That's true. And then and then what you should do is gently hold down the pause button and then lift it up slowly, so it, when it re-engages, it's a bit too fast initially. So, okay. are you ready? Yeah. Okay, welcome back to Rumdoings, <laughs> and uh, now that you've sent us to podcast at rumdoings.com, that. John will tell us. The topic is, isn't it about time the government did a proper investigation into fluoride levels in the water? There we are. There you go. I think everyone's going to have guessed that, though, aren't they? What does your father think of fluoride? Doesn't care. He's he's a dentist. Oh, yes, he is, isn't he? (laughs) You've forgotten, haven't you? That's why he keeps poking metal sticks into your mouth. He's not just being cruel. No, no, he's just being cruel. It's nothing to do with that. Oh, John, the saline solution I'm injecting into your gums doesn't seem to be giving you any anaesthetic. Oh, what a That's right. I'll just try and wedge another cotton wool ball in their mouth. Has he found a way of making you insensitive yet? Um, no. Now, last week we asked some people... Well, we did. No, it's not last week. We're not pretending. This is pre-recorded because... No, it's, it's not. It's Christmas, the new year. Christmas holidays. Happy New Year 2012. It's the end of the world. Mayan calendar. Etc. Etc. Mm. Um, Who'd have thought that would happen over Christmas, eh? Yes, I can't believe it. It's weird recording in this post-apocalyptic environment using the very last reserves of electricity <laughs> and that internet. we have just to provide this episode. Mm. Who is that? No, it's not. 
Never mind. Hmm. Um, that was good. No, it was terrible. So, uh, I recently asked people to provide new uh, podcasts for me to listen to, because just listening to Rum Doings isn't enough. Over and over and over <laughs> so and over and over and over and Turns over out again. you can only listen to each one 40 times. Have you ever listened, re-listened to a Rum Doings? Never. Oh, no, I had. that's not true. I had, Well, I always listen. I always re-listen to them in order to write Yeah, the right but have you ever listened to them again? No, not for my personal pleasure. That's a shame. Why don't you try doing so? Because I think it would be a bit solipsistic. What's wrong with being solipsistic? I've... There are, I've already heard it. It would be worse. You could be being onan- you could be being onanistic. <laughs> if I start listening to it and finding myself <laughs> wanting yes. to turning into an Australian couple all on my own. <laughs> yes. That would be the most awful thing. Mm, this is oh, I had no idea. <laughs> I understand now. It's probably too dangerous, you better not. I probably shouldn't. You you'd end up just be staring into the pond like that dog and end up starving. Or indeed drowning. Hmm. Like Mr. Nark himself. Go on then. So you ask people for other well, podcasts. Well, so yes, I ask people for blah, 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 I keep telling you to listen to the Kunstler cast. And will I you should. Listen? I can't believe you swore. Um, uh, but yes, and I still haven't listened to Little Atoms, which apparently is great, and I really must listen to that. I host that. Well, you literally host it. Your company hosts it as I, a website. I host it myself in my back pocket. We host Rum Doings. I host... I host little atoms. <laughs> I contain little atoms. <laughs> I contain quite big atoms. Um, so <laughs> this is the most pathetic we've ever been. Uh, one is that I like my atoms are bigger than yours. I've got strontium. You've only got helium. I was in the middle of an amazing sentence, which went something like, "I want one which is which I like," uh, and you talked all over it. Good. This probably wasn't any good. Um, Podcasts, uh, little atoms. But you wanted other people to give you other. Podcast. Yeah, so one of the ones that what I listen to... What I listen to? I told you to listen to Commode, Commode and Mayo, and you said no. No, I won't listen to that. Idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called My Brother, My Brother and Me, and it's brilliant. Um, three brothers, very, very funny people, and what they do now is they just read questions off of Yahoo Answers and then answer them as if the person had asked them the question. We'll do that in Future and Pretend It's we'll Our Idea. copy that idea. Yeah. But when they started, they would take adv- they would, uh, they would offer advice from the very people listening to the podcast. They had 10,000 downloads within, like, five episodes. We've only got to 10,000 downloads after 100. Yeah, but that was in the olden days when there were only two channels and there were green fields. That's true. So they're way better than we are, but... That was before Mr Murdoch. I thought it'd be nice to go back to their origins mm-hmm. and actually just offer some advice to our listeners because we are both incredibly wise. Correct. Happily married men. Are you happily married? As anybody can be. I mean, is it possible to be happily married? Yes. Who? Um, glee for, stupid people. Stupid people are happily married? Yes. Certainly one would say that I, I haven't yet buried her, to call back to last week. What are we drinking this week, by the way? I've just finished my espresso rooibos, which is rooibos pushed through a cold-press espresso maker. Um, and it's much, much richer than normal rooibos. Mm. Really. You are having a glass of... A glass of gold top milk. Do you like it? Yeah, it's lovely. It is nice, isn't it? It's like oh. a treat. Mm. It's and funny. I, and then next to it, I have a coffee. Mm. Decaffeinated, of course. Racist. So, mm. so anyway, so you listened to this podcast and you were charmed by it. Laura and I say racist more than any other word. Whatever the other person says, we just no, reply just racist. To, to stop stop each other from falling she to the nap. She is a hideous I mean, racist. She, she does come from the black country. She, exactly. She's such a racist. Well, that, they, they are, aren't they? That sort. That sort. Mm. Darkies. I think it's just part of their genetic makeup. So we've asked people for advice and we have some. Okay. Why well, don't we ask them to ask for some advice and we have some? 
I have to. Unfortunately, I also get lots of people tweeting about my other life, so I'm having to wade through awful. the confusion. People saying how great I am, and stuff. You know, it's really? really difficult. Are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty great. Really? Um, does Laura agree that you're great? Yeah, yeah, she does. The fool. Um, um, uh, I'm missing out Mike McQuaid's one because it just misses the point. You're uh, very upset now. Jim Gibson. One Christian to another, dissing like that. Exactly. But he's got you the should, love of Jesus in his heart, so should, he'll be okay. You should turn the other cheek. He needs to rely on God's strength, not mine. Okay. Um, Jim Gibson asks, How to meet womans? How do you meet women, Nick? These days, yep. I would suggest that you go to a battered women's refuge, because there'll be lots in there. And they're quite vulnerable, aren't they? They'll though? be vulnerable. They make quite easy pickings. Exactly, and they're probably, you know, they're looking for a strong man, aren't they? <laughs> that's right, that's what they're after. Yeah. Good. What they need is a good, strong man to put their lives back in order. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's the problem there. It's a good idea, isn't it? And I bet you nobody else thought of that. Exactly. You will have to dress up as a lady yourself first. But once course. you're in, you're in. Yes. So there you are. Battered Women's Refuge. I was going to suggest the local public library. They don't have them anymore. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. So a battered, battered Women's Refuge. What do you do? Let's assume that they're not meeting in a Battered Women's Refuge, because that's a horrible thing to say. Um, if you were to... Imagine if you met a woman. I can't. Just try. Mm-hmm. And you weren't married. Mm-hmm. What would you do? I would say... Boobies. <laughs> boobies. And then she would say, I'm going into my battered women's refuge. <laughs> That's now. right. Goodbye. That's correct. Because you're just hanging around on the doorstep, <laughs> yes. having been thrown out for your <laughs> pathetic wig and attempt at lipstick. I'm a lady. <laughs> no, you'll not get out. I'll call the police. Boobies. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much how the story behind the how Nick and Victoria met. Yes. What would you do? I suggest, actually, you know, it would be probably good if you went and you got a lady from. Some sort of mixed sports thing, surely. Mixed volleyball team. That's a good idea. Hmm. What about your local archery club? Yes. It's a good place to meet women. Exactly, and then they can shoot you through the heart. Ooh! Oh yeah, you shoot them through the heart. Shoot them through the heart! Like Cupid. Like and then they'll love you. They will be in love with you. That's our tip, person who asked. Yes. Shoot a woman through the heart. Join with an, an archery club. Make sure it's a. Don't mixed even shoot. Club. Just get in that bow and arrow and just go down the street and shoot a lady. Shoot the first one you like the look of, <laughs> and she will be in love with she you. She will be in love with you forever and ever, yes. and you will live happily ever. Especially after. on Valentine's Day. That's our advice. You can do it on Valentine's Day, and you get uh, two women. Yes, for yeah, the price. You, you get them both, both, both with one arrow. It's tra- exactly you will like a, a lady kebab. Catch another one on the back. Mm. <laughs> I love a lady kebab. Yes. Never had one sober, though. No. No. Yeah. Interesting. And you do tend to throw up after you've eaten more than one. <laughs> this is getting gross. CSA, talking of which, CS87 says, I have lost seven stone in six months, and as such I have been left with a large amount of loose skin. Mm-hmm. What can I do to remedy this? Well, um, score yourself, put yourself in the oven, and you'll have lovely, lovely, lovely... Mm-hmm. Well, you could see, I saw a recipe. Dripping and, um, what you call it? I saw a recipe for where you get a pig's... Crackling. Pig's bladder, and you cook a, a chicken inside it. Mm-hmm. And then that was a... But what I'm going to... Tummy s- crackling. What is that noise? <laughs> I just decided to play my latest single. <laughs> is that your home phone number? Home phone number? Home yes. phone line? Do you like my the tune? Why would you do this to yourself? I don't know. Shall we see who it is? What a horrible noise. Who's it going to be? I see you have your secretary answering it. Yes. Did they hang up? 
No, she's you she's... can call back using your mobile telephone. Who is it, Victoria? Who is it? Two rings, then rings straight up again. Try to mobile. Next mum. It's his mum. Yay! Oh, and also, frankly, oh look, oh there she's trying. She's just tried my mobile. She'll try yours now. <laughs> Mine. Who? who I don't think she's got my number. Knows, only mums know landlines anymore. That's true. Uh, that's if my phone rings at home, it's my sister or my mum. Yeah, that's it. That's true. That's it. My sister, because she's calling from France and therefore can't call a mobile. Okay, so I suggested that he make uh, tummy okay, crackling. Okay, well, what I'm saying, no. I'm saying, fold up. Mm-hmm. Sew up the sides. Mm-hmm. Pocket, belly oh, pocket, a tummy pocket, a tummy pocket. Imagine how useful you're so useful when you have a little pouch on your hoodie. You keep your phone, and everything there. Exactly. I think that's the best idea I've ever had. Yeah, certainly. Okay, well there you go. So he needs to just get a surgeon to. Um, oh, I don't think you need a surgeon. Just get, get a sewing mom, kit. Mum and a sewing kit. Uh-huh. And just sew up his sides. Uh-huh. Just up the side, just fold it up, fold it, sew up mm. the sides to the chest, to the sides of your body, and then... And he could even keep a little baby there, and he could become the first human marsupial. Exactly. Pocket. Yeah. There you go, done. That was easier than I thought. Yes. Still falling to pieces, Nick. Um, I haven't yawned yet. No. Andy Pearson says... Mm-hmm. Andrew Pearson, please, not Andy. Andy is our... Oh, this, is his, this is his Twitter name. Well, Spivs. Um, Andrew Pearson Tide yes. says, "Any tips for turning a freelance career into a real business with offices and employees?" When you when you were able to do that, let us know. <laughs> Why would you turn? What, how can you be freelance with a business and office and employees? That's not freelance. No, it's just turning it. Yeah, wants, becoming what to do that? You quit. You stop doing freelance and you get a job, or you start a company. Yes, one of those two things. Start a real business. Start a business that succeeds. Hire some office space that succeeds sufficiently so that you can get some employees yes. and pay them and get some office or, space. Or I would say a lot easier would be just to go and go to try to get a job, maybe some temp work. And then you could be in and off, but I think he wants to be Oh, he wants to have work. employees. Yes. Oh, I see. Well, okay. I don't know then. But he's got a second question, which I think is a lot more yes. in our field of expertise. Yes. Any tips for resolving a breakup that includes a joint mortgage? Well, that was silly, wasn't it? Mm. Um, now, does he want us to... Give tips for resolving his breakup, as in getting them back together, no. or for how to deal with how the situation. How to make it nicer, how to make things better. For okay. Both. I would suggest that one of you needs to die. I was going to say a cardboard box needs to feature in this. I mean, that Heavily. would be, that would probably be, no, but then her estate would probably be, oh, I assume it's a her, his or her estate would be after you, so. Hmm. Cut the house in half. And whoever loves the house more. Won't cool. want it to be cut in half, and then they should get it. That's a good idea. Oh, now I've told him, then he'll know the ruse. Oh, I've got a better idea, then. This what? is a resolve. It's one of them should stand right. one end of the street from the house, one of them should stand the other, and then they should both call the house and see which one it goes to. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Or they could just convert it into flats. <laughs> one can have upstairs, one can have downstairs. And Flip if there's no upside-downstairs, then one could live in the lounge and the other one could live in the bedroom. That's okay. It. That's all. That seems fair. I just think get back together. Get back that seems like the easiest solution. Yeah, to stop me. being so silly, for God's sake. I mean, you loved each other once; you can love each other again. And, and even if you only pretended to love each other once, you can pretend to love each other exactly. again. Exactly. So either, either way is true, isn't it? You either pretended to love each other, in mm-hmm. which case you can pretend again, or you did love each other and like, come on, just inject yourself with some hormone and get back in love. What's the difficulty? Whatever. It's going to be far easier than trying to deal with a messy breakup. Get back together. 
I think so. I think mm. let's get get back together. Get back together. That's, That's right. Tip. And live 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 life in a repressed and unhappy state, yes. but with a with an easy to deal with financial Mortgage situation. situation. Yes. yes, That's a good idea. Excellent. Sorted. So happy to be useful to these people, to the little ones, to the little folk, to the to the underlings out there who need our help so badly. Do we have any further questions? We have so many. Good. Let's ask some. I'm just reading them in advance, though. What, in case they're naughty? Failing to fo- Indeed. Failing to follow asks for advice on how to fake your death and then skim off the profits from a ludicru- lu- lucrative cream tea-based charity, perhaps. Mm-hmm. How to fake your own death. <laughs> Is this something that we, want, that we should answer flippantly? And no, let's give a genuine... Actually... How could you genuinely fake your own death? Disappearing is probably the best way to do it. Disappearing in, so. in, in peculiar circumstances, in, 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 in suggestive circumstances, like say, I'm going to climb this mountain yeah, exactly. now, climbing or, a mountain. I'm going to go in a little boat into sea. Mm-hmm. And then, then make sure that you jump off the boat and let the boat go back to shore without you in it. Mm-hmm. And then make sure you have a very good disguise, not a, a sort of pantomime disguise, but a very good disguise, like... If you had a beard before Massive you get rid of it. Massive facial reconstructive surgery. Or, no, but if you can't, I mean, even, even just if you have a very good prosthetics or something like that you okay. put on your face, how would you get out of the country, well, no, just, though? How, just go, well, I think just, you'd need to get out of the country just, and go somewhere else. Oh, interesting. Change country. Well, that's quite hard to do, isn't it, without leaving a without trace? Without a passport, yeah. Uh, oh, you could make it look like you've had your passport stolen from you. If you left a good-sized pool of your own blood somewhere, mm-hmm. um, maybe cut off a finger yeah. and leave that next to the blood, mm-hmm. um, and then have your wallet strewn and... Yes, but how would you escape? I mean... What do you mean? Somebody will then see you in the street the next day and say, oh, there's John without a finger. Oh, no, no, you just, well, you just leave straight away that day. Then Where do you go? To the airport mm-hmm. and leave the country. But it looks like someone stole oh, your passport to leave the country. But you'll be on CCTV all over the airport. You wear a big hat. You would. You'd have to be massively disguised. But then they would still trace where you went to because they want to see who this murderer was who stole your passport. That's true. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, never but mind. the last person they're going to be looking for is you when they're looking for your murderer, aren't they? They're not going to be looking for you. You'll be fine. Living in in uh, also, you won't look like your you won't look like your image on your passport, will you? If you've if you want to make it look like you've stolen a passport, <laughs> this thing's falling apart. No, it's perfect. This is perfect. You could just do a Reggie Perrin, just walk into the sea and then come back, marry your own wife, and get your old job back. How would you do it? It's not easy. Ah, I know what you should. No, I know exactly what you have to do. I've got it. I've mm-hmm. got it. You need to go somewhere that's got porous borders. So, like America, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mexico. Near Mexico. Germany, Denmark? No, no, American Mexico is better than okay. I'll tell you why. Go there uh-huh. with lots of money. Yes. In your suitcase. And make it very clear that you've gone to... So what I would do is I would go to fly somewhere like New York and say, oh, I'm just going to tweet all over. I'm spending a week in New York. I'm mm-hmm. doing... And then I'm coming back on this day and make lots of plans for when you come Don't back. Don't geotag your tweets for yeah. goodness sake. But make sure that you plan lots of plans for when you come back as well. Mm-hmm. Theatre tickets, everything. Okay, yes, Arrangements. Yeah. Even plan the next holiday and that kind of thing. It must Don't go be, overboard. Yeah. Don't, like, out, act out of character. Yeah. So, it's just, so just, just plan everything that, that you would normally plan. Yes. Re- restart the milk delivery, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in America, say you're in New York, take the train down to Miami. Yep. 
Not not Miami, actually. No, take the train oh. down to... No, because you want to get to the Mexican border. So mm. go across and then down. Take Texas. the train because they don't check the passport on the train. Right, okay. But, and, and also you won't be noticed. Um, so at that point, do put on some sort of disguise, you know, a beard or whatever. Big moustache. Yeah. Fake I mean, no, something glasses. that still looks all right. But, you know, they're just that so that if they look for you, they wouldn't find you. And wear something that's very uncharacteristic. So if you're never the sort of person who wears a suit, put on a waistcoat and a, mm-hmm. a suit and a beard. A burka. A burka or something. Yes. Exactly. And then go to the Mexican border, mm-hmm. cross the border, and get yourself a... Uh, go to one of the slums or whatever where they do the... Uh, where, they, where you can buy yourself a fake passport mm-hmm. and buy yourself a new identity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All done. Or you could just actually kill yourself. That would pretty much fool everyone. They would. They would never They would they never. No suspect. one would ever guess. No, they wouldn't. True. Do you have another question? Okay. Um, um, I think this one's for you. This is from Patrick Thompson. Is it? He says, I'd be interested to hear your advice on how to deal with Nick. I would deal with him very fairly. Would you? With astonishing generosity and With astonishing and generosity patience. and patience. Yes. yes. <laughs> how do I deal with Nick? Well, um... There are certain... Sometimes I'll th- I like to throw you a bone yes, and ask you a question about a thing you want to go on about. Yes. And that's quite fun. Mm. That's a good way to keep you placated. Yes, like teacher. Um, but then, yes, you just learn... You learn early on that you're provocative rather than cruel. Yes. And then you're pretty much done, I think. I think that's all you need to do. It's a, yes. bit, a bit simple, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I guess so. I mean, what else is there? Well, you're one of my best friends, and you're a really decent person, so it's quite easy. Yeah, easy. Oh, he was trying. They see he was trying to yeah. to rent us asunder, but we haven't been rented. No, our love is too strong. Yes, like a special magnet. Someone asks um, of Buki Dog. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you're going to receive these ones, right? No. Um, and me and Rum doings. Judy's TV picks: Chuggington or Thomas? Chuggington. Okay, and how much does John look like Mr. Tumble? Yes. He, I don't know what a Mr. Tumble Although, is. to be fair, Mr. I'll show you after this. Oh, isn't uh, he quite old? Isn't he like in his 50s? No, no, he isn't. He's about your age, but he also... Oh, he's really fat! He's very, very fat. He's uh, way fatter than I am. And he's exceptionally gay. He's a big woofder. He yeah. seems a nice chap, but he's not. I'm, I'm a lot. Do you want I'm me to sing the Mr. Tumble? Fat. And I don't have weird shiny skin like he do does. Do you want to sing the Mr. Tumble feature? I would like you to sing me the hello, Mr. Tumble. Hello, hello. How are you? Hello, hello. It's good to see you. I say hello. (laughs) I'm happy that you came. I say hello. Let's go out and about. Out and about. Out and about today. That's lovely. He's quite an odd one, is it? Because he's not attractive or... Not at all vile. So, yeah, I don't really understand it. <laughs> they're, they're being rude to you. Justin Fletcher, although he does own CBeebies, he must make a small fortune. He can't own CBeebies. Pretty the much. The pretty much does. He's, he can do what he wants. He was dressed up as a pantomime dame today on a programme. How lovely. Uh, the same person asks, you briefly talked about multiple identities. Elaborate further. What are you, where are your internal inconsistencies? Well, that's not a request for advice, so I refuse to I will that. give some advice. Um, DI, it's not called me and personality, I. it's called dissociative identity disorder. No, 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 it's talking about can identity be located in one what? locus? Oh, I have no idea what he's talking about. I say, uh, no, there are lots of identities. If, if you, it, it's up to you to prove that you've only got one. 
People asking a pi- our opinions well, go on, on advice. Fine. No, no, I'll give no. That. Well, let me hear an no. example. I want to see if I can turn it into advice. What is this skill? What is your and Nick's opinion on people playing pretend soldiers and shooting each other with BB guns? It's no apostrophe, also known as airsoft. My advice. That's from Seraphim two one five zero. My advice. The robot. My advice mm-hmm. is that if people want to play cowboys and Indians, they can. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. I used to write, for a very short time... I, I don't like paintballing. I found it a nerve-wracking experience. Paintballing's other, horrible. Other people, no doubt, would like it. Um, um, I love it when you sing my ums. We're getting through these questions pretty quickly. Oh, God, no. Maybe this one will help us. Uh, Sinister Agent What was the asks, topic today, John? Uh, about fluoride. Oh, yeah. Sinister Agent Podcast at rumdoings.com. <laughs> at, is it better... To risk sounding negative with sad stories or say nothing about a long period of your life? I think you should just make up a happy... <laughs> make up a happy story. version of your life. Yeah, just make up a wacky, happy version of your life. So, like, unless impossibly wacky? Or? Unless, to go back, unless you're trying to meet a lady and lady and you want lady sympathy. Lady sympathy, yes. Mm. But you don't want to come across too much like a, like a needy, needy, needy mess, needy do you? Man, no, needy I mean, mess. women who are looking for a project... Just as much as men who are looking for a project don't tend to be good partners. No. So because if you get better, they're not going to be interested in you so anymore. So just give your story, your life story, a little bit of pepper and poignancy, but make sure it all peps up at the end. Everything's okay at the end, and indicates that it's only okay at the end because of an amazing strength of masculine character that you have. Well, I just, I've just noticed the giant pile of presents. Are they all for me? Yes, they're all for you. Where's your tree? Can be ridiculous. You don't have a tree. I, I don't participate in such pagan nonsense. Where's Christmas? Christmas is gone because it's the second dish of Why January. Why haven't you opened your presents then? We should open them now. They're not Christmas presents. They're 2020 presents. <laughs> Martin Coxall pointed this out the other day. He says uh-huh. 2000 was the first time it was the future. Mm-hmm. The next time it was the future was 2001. Right. When was the next future after that? Uh, I would, I would 20, say 2012 isn't No, 2010 future. was the next future. Okay, yes. Now, 2011 obviously isn't the future. No. Then 2012. Space year 2012. And then? 2020. Exactly. So there's a skip. It's like quantum leaps of futureness. Oh, that's interesting. 2018. No. And then, you know, after that's 2020, the 2050. Wow, there's a big gap there. Mm. My goodness. Mm. Do you think we'll live to see 2050? Will anybody? Will the human race make it? No. Okay. It won't at all. Anyway, is it better it? to be sounding negative <laughs> sad <laughs> stories? I would say my genuine advice is yes, tell the truth. No. Always tell the truth. What if it's a very bad story? The tell the truth. I went, uh, I was supported by a charity that provided me with all the cream teas. <laughs> you know, you don't want to tell. No, you tell the truth. Even if you are a pedo. Yes. Very m- mostly if you're a pedophile, of course you should pedo tell the truth. You should never tell the truth. <laughs> you should always lie. Yes. <laughs> so it should be. <laughs> Should be part of their parole conditions. I worked in a nursery school and everything was fine. And I left very quickly. I'm the world's most lovely Catholic priest. Yes. Um, He also asked where his keys. Um, His keys are in the kitchen. Yes, obviously. K-K-O-L-K-O Ask, exams, comma, how to study for them? In the bath. Is that what you would do? Exam, exam, yes. exam in the bath. I studied for my. I read all my GCSE 
a maths textbook in the bath already. Like what I found, it was GCSEs, is that you didn't have to do any revision at all because they were quite easy. Not if you wanted to get all A's. Yeah, I didn't. I got mostly B's and C's. I got all A's, so I had to did read Did you get all A's? Yes, that's why I had to read in the bath. How many subjects did you do? Um, in the end, was it... Ten? Ten or eleven. Because I did a GCSE drama... Did in, you do in, triple in science? Six, in sixth form. I, I did... Proper sciences. What are you talking you did, about? The, the, three, Separate sciences. Individual. Yes, of course. What do you think I am? Some sort of scrotum? <laughs> I, was How the, dare you? I was the last year allowed access to triple How science without having to fight for it. Rather than there was one class putting all the science in a jar and shaking, shaking it up. There was uh, the, in our year of physics and chemistry. In our year of three hundred, I think there were mm-hmm. two triple science classes that were allowed to exist. So only sixty of us were allowed to actually do them as proper subjects, rather than biology, chemistry, physics. Mm. Yeah, it's amalgamation of them um, now I didn't do any work at all for my GCSEs and I got I got one A in maths mm-hmm. and I got studying in the bath no but anyway studying in the bath E for French studying in the bath that's the way to do it another way if you want to know how to I wrote I wrote a little computer program where I could um, uh, type in questions to prompt me and then I'd have to type in the answers and if I got the answers wrong then it electrocuted you well but it would it would then add it to the re-questioning pile so okay. it would only there would say there were there were twenty questions. It would only reach the end and say, "Okay, you're all done." Once I'd answered them all correctly at least once. Okay. So if I'd answered it incorrectly, then it would re-ask me three times that same question later on in the questioning, and that works very well. Actually, it's very good for getting into medium-term memory. That. Excellent. Next, next question. I would say exams. How to study for them? I would say. Well, you're not very. You're not one to give advice on this. No, I'm you're not. Very I would still poor say at studying for exams. I would still. What about your land of a Baptist? I assume you didn't do exams. You just had to get wet. It was essays. Essays. We had one exam in the Into first the year, font. which I got an A in, and then it was just essays in which I got an A. Yes, that's true. Next. Well, we have to, there aren't that many. I wouldn't hurry through. If I, I would. Be. We've got more than enough time. Again, some well, idiot, some idiot who doesn't understand what asking advice is. I'll translate it into an advice. Trellisum or something. Yeah, some idiot mm-hmm. that only an idiot would marry. Mm-hmm. Asks, "Do you like my naked hitch picture?" Well, do you? It's not really. Do you advice, want to, you want to give some advice and to replace it? It's fine. It's nice. It's a picture of. Christopher Hitchens in Having the shower. Sure. That was for an article where they decided to give him a makeover once. Can't quite see his winky. No. I, I'm sad he's dead. Are you sad he's dead? Yes, unlike George Galloway, he's very happy he's dead. Is he? Mm. Oh, that's nice. George Galloway says, now he knows. Richard I've Dawkins must have high-fived himself. Yes! Now I'm the number one atheist! I'm the king. <laughs> I'm the king. I am the king. I am Richard Dawkins. And I am now the king. Hmm, the dog ends. Who's next? We've got one more, Nick. King Chong Il, no, King Chong Il, who's Oh, he's going to die next. Hmm. Uh, a queen mother. She will never die. No, it's true. It's amazing how she just carries on. She just keeps on going. She's such a trooper. She's had so many hips replaced, Nick, she must be a spider. How old is she now? She's about 105 or something. 150. Hmm. Okay, last question. Okay. Gotta make this one last. Okay. It's from uh, Jim Rosig. Oh, yeah. Um How can I make sure that cats and dogs get married? Well, what you need to do mm-hmm. is you need to make sure that Newt Gingrich becomes president. 
and then you need to give them a lot of money, and then you need to somehow make it that the Bible said that cats and dogs needed to get married. You then need to get okay. the uh, separation of church and state. You've gone very quiet. Uh, the separation of church and state overturned in the United States, and then you need to get a law passed which forces all dogs and cats to be married to one another de facto, and okay. they'll be married. It will cost a lot of money and will require a huge amount of constitutional tumult, though. But it will work mm-hmm. if you persevere. And how will that kind of manifest? What will a cat and dog's marriage look like? Like pretty much anybody else's. So just... Yeah. So the cat said, constantly moving the dog's stuff. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the dog trying to bury the cat... <laughs> the cat's scrambling out again <laughs> Fighting indeed like cats and dogs Very much so hmm. How's married life treating you? Oh. <laughs> I'm very happy it's I'm very being... happy <laughs> No it's good being married No it is it seriously It is good being married Because how long has it been now? Uh, when this goes out it'll be No now Let's do it now oh, being... Right now today this moment It's just shy of four months It'll be four months on Christmas Eve So four months that's sort of a it's already a third of a third year. Third of a year. And has it surprised you? I don't think I had any expectations. Yeah. I didn't... Oh, no, I'll tell you what I did. The one expectation it... I did have, this yes. is absolutely true and awful of me, is I was really terrified I was going to get bored. Yeah. Like, really quickly, just get bored of the situation. Of As I said, you know, Brian, Brian the Bunny. Exactly, yes. Your blog. Yeah, that's right. I just... Move on. Mm. Um... And that hasn't happened at all. I was really scared that I would just wouldn't be enough to do, and it would just be the same person all the time. And I just didn't know how I was going to deal with that. But the point and is, it's really not. But, you don't, but also, you don't in boredom misdefines, doesn't it? Because you're just relaxed in not having to do something new every day. That's the point. Is that mm-hmm. there is somebody there you always see, and once you've discussed everything you need to discuss. It doesn't matter that you're just sitting there reading a book in each other's company yes. or watching television or whatever. That's that's the point. That's not boredom. It's just, it's just mm. I suppose, contentedness. It is, exactly. And that's a remarkable mm. place to be. And that's kind of where I'm at. So that's rather good. Better to say where I am, I think. Your Americanisms are annoying me and you hate Americans. Do you hate Americans? You all do. Because you know you think they're all Yanks and they're spiffy. Oh, I, I with hate their Americans. Spats, with their spats and their ten-gallon hats. And their star-shaped things. I've forgotten the name of on their ankles. Uh, yankles. I'm good at this game. <laughs> I'm best at this game. Yes. They're spurs. We've got ten more minutes to film you. spurs. I am absolutely horrified by the awfulness mm-hmm. of what? that Twitter response. Who's? All of them. Well, they all... Barely are... anyone actually asked for advice. Our listeners do let us down. And there was almost no... I've got 4,000 followers on Twitter. Uh-huh. Has anybody asked anything further? Oh, I think my... Um, Your wife did. Phone's come to life. Your wife? Oh, my wife? What happened to the one from my wife? Maybe she deleted it because she was a bit worried. Oh, I think it's come through to my personal... No, that wouldn't have come through to Jim's. What are you on about, yeah? But I... At Rum Doings, I am in love... Oh, she tweeted it to Rum Doings not to bother her. Even though Botherer asked the question. Hmm. I'm in love with another man, but my husband has no idea. Bocky Dog, I am carrying your love child. Should I get an abortion? That's the question. Um, No, she shouldn't. Why, Why should she abort a child that's obviously going to be so magnificent? They will combine her scientific prowess with my pernicotiness. But I want you to remember that it's going to be half mid- mid- Midlands. Kill it now. <laughs> Coat hanger, gin. <laughs> right. Had that settled. Yep. So what are you doing in January? Why aren't we going to be able to record in January? What's going on? 
I may be going on a sunbreak. A what? A sunbreak to some Balearic island. I, so that'll for be for the whole of January. No, just for a week and a bit. And then, and then how do you justify be, the rest of them? And then afterwards, I should be flying to America, where I'll be giving, uh, I'll be going on a tour and giving speeches about the cloud. Really? Mm-hmm. What do you know about the cloud? I'll make up something. I'm going to be talking about the dangers of the cloud because it's a very dangerous place to be. You can't tell where you're going. It's very nebulous, you see. Because of all the, because mm. it's like you can't see if the path stops because of all the clouds. Somebody asks. Where should one wipe bogies when one is in polite company? Where are you getting these questions from? Never you mind. Where should one wipe... No, I do mind! Never you mind. No, I'm minding right now. Where should one wipe bogies when one is in polite company, John? These are the kind of questions I was after. Why are they only coming through to you? John, where should one wipe bogies when one is in polite company? In one's mouth. What do you mean? Just pop it in your mouth, eat it. But why would you... You you don't need to dislodge at that point anyway, do you? If you're in polite company... You can wait. Oh, you can do it subtle. You can do this the old thumb in that you can't. You put your hand, fingers over, then the thumb yeah. goes in. That's not subtle, Nick. That's sticking your fingers up your nose. So you just do that with your thumb. The thumb goes in. No one knows. And you pop it in. You see? I pull my fingers right. Look. See? And you're just going. But my fingers are in the way, and it just looks like I'm just like resting my hand, my face on my hand. Or you're just scooping. It just looks like you've got an itchy nose. Scooping, gobbling up. Easy. You don't wipe it anyway. That's revolting. You don't have a tissue with you. Eat it. Yes. It tastes delicious. What else is there? Um, no, I need to know. Where are you getting these from? That, it's all scrolled past. It's gone away now. Right. All done. Oh. Those are all the questions from all our lovely listeners. I hate our listeners. Are we idiots? John, do you want to ask me a question? Yes. Okay. Which is best, me or Victoria? Laura, because she's That's not the having question. my love child. That's true, she is, isn't she? Well, she isn't now, after you reminded me. It was half going to be half black country. That's true. Awful. Half darky, as I call people from the back country. Racist. That's my name for them. That actually is. It's my name for them. <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. When are you leaving Bath? Leaving? I hope not ever. Why? You need to le- get out of the... Um... Comfort. No. Prettiness. Don't be silly, the provinces, and you need to come to a proper city. Oh, I don't want to live in London, it's so horrible, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. That's a very, pr- you know what Dr Johnson said? What did Dr Johnson say? When a man say? is tired of London, yes. he is tired I'm, of life. That's true. I'm not tired of London, I never liked it in the first place. When a man is tired of London, he is tired of life. That's beautiful, thank you. Thanks for saying it again. When a man yeah, is tired of London... I don't like London, I don't like the stupid, useless tube system, I don't like the people... The provincials just don't know smelly, how to use it. And I don't like the... I don't like that some of them don't are like the different shades People are different colours, and I've got funny-shaped eyes, I don't like that, and yeah. I don't like the way they speak in foreign... And some of them are definitely men who are dressed up as ladies, you don't like I that? I don't know why they just can't all go back to Russia... Horrible. Not like in Bath, where everyone's a neat, orderly, similar colour. It's far easier to understand. Bath Spa. Bath Spa. Have you been to the Bath Spa? Yes, I have. Have you swam in it? No. Why not? Oh, sorry, I've been to the Roman Baths. I haven't been to the Bath Spa. No, that's not nice. I thought there was algae growing all over it, and there was some... Oh, no, that was in... Um, was that in Bath? They were, they were re- rebuilding the bars. And oh, they all... spent forty-five billion, billion pounds yeah. on that, and, and there was some algae growing on the tiles or something. That's start again. I don't care. So you've never gone there? No, Laura has apparently. And very expensive. And 
Well, that's a payback by forty-five billion. Pounds. That's true. That'll be one billion pounds, please. <laughs> and an extra five hundred. Oh, it's very expensive, isn't it? An extra five hundred million for a locker token. <laughs> I love lockers that don't give you your money back. That's a good deal, isn't it? Is does really? I'm not. I would. I wouldn't accept it. Do you know what I do in that circumstance? Would you take your clothes into the swimming pool with you? I just put the clothes in the locker and just leave them. Oh, the leave door the door loose. That's a really good idea. I do that. Yeah. People don't know. People don't steal. Don't no. I, I, I like the fact that I live in a world where I don't need to lock everything all the time and hide <laughs> all my property. And every now and then... John, what's your burglar alarm code? Very, very occasionally. 6742. Mm. Every, very, very occasionally, I will... Um, something gets stolen, right? Well, that's just the tax for living a life that isn't... Exactly. A living exactly. a life that isn't hellish. Exactly. So Laura's like running around... Banging like every night, just to board up the doors in the windows. Bang, 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 bang. Put up the bars and. If I leave the back door, if I leave the back door open, uh, unlocked, to which there is no human access, no. you'd have to climb over. But there might be a, a giant John, fence and then fight John, your way through brambles John, and bristles. John, and... there, there might, there might, there's no human access. Yeah. But there might be a cat burglar. It's a cat flat, Nick. There might We've be. Already made that sh- mistake. Sh- there might be a cat burglar. I, I got under and I joined in. There's a cat flat. So no, the a cat, cat burglar. Could a get cat in. burglar. Yeah, I get it. So the cat burglars could get in through. No, the it's cat. not just a burglar who's a cat, but the phrase cat. cat yeah, I know. And they cat burglar. They can use the cat. But they're also they're a cat, cat burglar. <laughs> yeah. But they're not the human. I know that they're not a cat, but they can use. But they're a cat burglar and a cat, cat flat because they're a cat burglar. <laughs> they can't because they're human. Oh, I didn't understand the question then. So yeah, so there's no, and she's like, "Oh, we left the back door open. Well, have a, is the is the TV still there?" She says, it's like, "Yes, because even if someone did break in through the back, they'd have a hard job getting the TV, the TV out eight million miles wide, all the all the um, cables and things trailing behind." My them. parents have four locks on their front and door, twelve burglar alarms, and, no, and a gun, and glass windows. I've always put, <laughs> to point out to them, you might want to think about the big. Giant sheets of glass. A sheet of melted sand. <laughs> that lets you into the house. There's no. Also, if someone's going to get past one lock, they're going to get past four locks. They're not going to go, oh, there were four locks rather than three. I'm not burgling them. I don't go to four lock houses. <laughs> there can't be of anything in value in there because they're only using four. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, oh my goodness. But yes, yeah, so Laura has to hide everything in the boot of the car and then bury it underneath, bury the car underneath the sand and then, and then <laughs> and plant the trees on top so no one suspects there's anything there. How's your little car doing? It's fine. How's Goebbels? Oh, that car's long gone. Who has it? Uh, my friends Chris and Claire. Are they enjoying it? I hope so. Stop getting I've text just, messages. I've just got a text message from you. Really? From me? Yes. I'm stupid for needing to wee, man. <laughs> Sent that a very long time ago. Why did you just tell me that you're stupid? Because <laughs> you wee, called me. John. You said that I was. You said that I was rubbish. When? I was stupid. When? Because I needed to go for a wee when I was at Paddington. No, because you just arrived. I did a wee on, on, a on train. the train. You just arrived on a train that had a free toilet, and even as you were approaching London for five minutes, tra- so suddenly you ten minutes before London, I did a wee, and then I got off the train and instantly started needing a new wee. You could have waited until you arrived at the studio. So I couldn't. I needed a wee. So I texted you saying, delayed by desperate need to wee despite going on tra- on the train and Paddington's idiotic need for 30p. Because I didn't have any change with me, so I had to then go and find anywhere that took... Get a cash out of a cash point, then buy a thing. What thing did you buy that you didn't want? The telegraph to do the crossword on the back. Oh, um, right. And then I went back to the toilets. The witch stank! 
And then I had to go all the way back to the tube again. And, and then I, you, and you texted me saying, you are very stupid, is what you texted me. I was. I think everybody here can judge for themselves. And I said, I'm stupid for needing to wee, man. And then I said, your underground system is beyond useless. And you replied to that. I did, and what did so I say? So what happened to the wee-wee text? Yes, I, I did reply You said, what have you done now, provincial boy? Yes. And I said... It's a glimpse behind... This is a good way to fill the time. It's also it's a glimpse behind the curtain. Behind the scenes. Yes. I'm standing still on the platform that would let me go to one station before making me change on a so-called circle line, waiting for it to maybe offer a train. And then you said, you should have gone on the Hammond City, you are rubbish. So I'm stupid and rubbish. Yes. And I said, there is nothing more rubbish than the ham and... And then I didn't say city. You added an H? I added an S and an H. And then I said... A a city? Then I said, in big capital letters, D-Y-S-W-I-D-T, question mark. Do you see what I did there? And then I added just a gold as green to let you know where I was. Oh, you see, it. a little peek behind the curtain. That's how. <laughs> that's pretty much the standard conversation between. Well, how does it my go? Arriving in London and getting to your house. Uh, what, uh, a lot uh, how, of abuse. How, from how you. would you summarise it? Just sort of abuse and just a and a long string someone. of abuse and then accusations of things I'm not doing wrong. I don't uh, think it's stupid to need a wee wee. I think it's stupid. It's to weird. Do you, it. do you ever have that when you do a wee and then you instantly start needing the next wee? On aeroplanes. On aeroplanes. Oh. Yes, I always and I I actually worry about that because I'm up and down to the loo. I think they think I'm preparing some bomb <laughs> or something. Don't they? <laughs> I I I hate it when you're at the cinema and it happens because then you just feel really stupid. Like what? I will. I won't leave a cinema. A I'll, I'll just allow my um, bladder to to, to I, burst. I made a decision a few years ago. Kidney failure or leaving the cinema? Kidney failure. I made a decision to just go for the wee during films. No, because you never enjoy the film. You spend the entire film it, thinking it about how much you need to wee. But I it's much much better to miss. But two I don't. Minutes I don't drink in films now. So. I don't. I don't drink for a day before I go to the yes. cinema. <laughs> no, <laughs> God, it's awful. I managed to sit through the whole of Sherlock Holmes without doing Wii. I was very impressed. Oh, I'll tell you what did happen. Um, it was in the original, not the, in the in the Star Wars. The original Star Wars in 1977. No, in, you know, in the new Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And we were watching it in... The Panty Menace. We were watching that in... in no, that's not stop Star Wars. What am I talking about? Star Trek. Star Trek, the original Star Trek. Wow, the even new, better. The new Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And we were watching it in the IMAX. And right. Victoria was pregnant at the time. And I'd eaten the lunch, which I think gave me food poisoning. No, you didn't have food poisoning. Everyone get, whenever anyone gets sick or a virus, they blame it on the last thing they ate. It's so I, Well, I had lunch, and then I was sitting in the cinema, and then started feeling incredibly ill. Mm-hmm. And then I suddenly had to do mental calculations. How quickly you could make it to a toilet. Whether I would make it to the toilet, or whether there would be a big mess. You had to do mental calculations to work that out. Because I didn't know where the toilet was, there was a right. problem. And yeah, how you was... still can't calculate how... No, but I was, doing, I, was doing, I, I, was, I was doing pathfinding algorithms. Like, I knew, basically, oh, okay. if I did, would I go down the stairs, or would I turn left out of the cinema and hope that there was a toilet there? So I basically ran up, the, got up, ran up the aisle, and then I took the left turning and continued running and went very mm-hmm. fast, and a disabled person was just coming out of the loo... Mm-hmm. Of his disabled loo, and I ran into it because there was only it's one loo. Disabled toilet, and I ran in, and, and it all, all came out. Up or down? Uh, threw up. Up, and there into the loo. Fortunately, so I made it just in time because it was it was kind of coming out as as I approached mm-hmm. the loo. Fortunately, trajectory. Did you correctly. get any on the disabled person? No. Okay. And then I, I, I and then I. It sounded like you were quite disabled. I'll allow you to yeah, use I was that toilet. But when I went back into the cinema. The, the crucial thing had ha- I won't say what it did, but the crucial thing had happened in the film to in do with Star Trek to do with su- to do with time 
travel. So <laughs> basically, film. basically, Lennon, uh, 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 suddenly Lennon, Lennon Nimoy was there, and I didn't know why. Oh, I see. Yes. I had to weed during Star Trek, and I missed the introduction of Simon Pegg and his stupid CGI creature thing, or whatever Well, it was. good, he wasn't any good. I know, and I, was like, I arrived and thought, what happened when I went to the toilet? Did, <laughs> the film suddenly... did something went wrong, we switched movies. <laughs> you, you, so suddenly the toilet, you, when you made a wee-wee, you weed all over the weed film. weed into the film, and my wee, my wee would be a lot better than any of the scenes well, that, of Simon Pegg in Star Trek. Simon Pegg was very bad, he was awful. awful. Terrible, terrible. He's in the new Mission Impossible as well. He'll be terrible in that as well. He's not. He's, he used to be good, do you remember him when he was good? Well, he's a sellout now, isn't he? Is he a, what's he sold? And what's he sold? His soul. We've got a new his, question. His credibility. Ask it. Oh, it's really serious. Okay, go on. I don't want to do it. It's too serious. We John, need to stop. Do it now. I don't want to. Well, you have to, otherwise I will. And you know where that'll get you. Well, it's from the very, very lovely Kyrus. Ask the question, and we'll answer it. And he it says, properly. "Social anxiety disorder?" Question mark. Don't do your train noise, your tractor noise. Social anxiety disorder. I would s- suggest. I don't know what what is the current thinking on that. I think CBT of, is the current thinking. I would think immersion therapy. <laughs> what under just be drowned? No, I would. I would think if you just turned up to lots and lots and lots of. Um, Lots and lots and lots of things until you became bored. Yes, but the problem is you can't turn up to things if you have social anxiety disorder. That's that's right. no, but no, but you could turn up. There are things you can't. Turn it's up. not. It's not like having a fear of flying and having to go on a flight. There are things you can't. You have to be forced to turn up to things, and you can't. No, I think you should just. To. Yeah, but I think if you turn up to enough of them, if, you know, get a friend to take you. I think that's the solution: is is to team up, have yeah. someone who team up exactly comes around your up. house, drives you there, yeah. and takes you home as soon as you need to go home. And even if because you for me, you know, I, and I, also it doesn't force you to do anything while you're there. You can if you want to just sit in the corner. One of the most important. Just watch. I think yes. actually that's your thing. Actually, go somewhere where you can where you can um, safely be on the sidelines if you want to be. So somewhere with a nook and a cranny, or where you can disappear for a while with, with legitimately. Sure. Like if there's yeah. if it's if it's somewhere that's got a garden where it's okay to go for a walk in the gardens and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's all true. But as someone who actually has this condition, I... Oh, no! Mm-hmm. Oh, Nick. Oh, is it empty? Yes. Oh, phew. Mm. I thought you'd knocked over a full glass. Mm. Um, the, I know, for me, when I'm, when I'm socially anxious and I don't want to go to a place... Do, but do you have sad? I don't think so. I have anxiety disorder and therefore I'm very familiar with these feelings and mm. ideas. Um, Whatever triggers them, you've got those. Yeah, exactly. Point. And so... There are times what I found is the best thing to do is to is to plan my escape route. So if I don't want to go to a particular event, a particular thing, if I know how to go home whenever I want, I can tend to actually relax and be there. So that's what I'm saying. If you have a, a friend who's going to take you there, if you need someone to actually force you to go, mm. which isn't my problem, I just need to know I can get home again. So if I get driven by someone else, I don't want to go. That so I just won't. That will, I'll be absolutely not in the mood to go, I won't want to do it, anything. If I drive myself, knowing I can get up and leave whenever I want, I'm, and I'll end up staying the full length Or you've got a train ticket back, and you've got a taxi or whatever. Uh, yeah, exactly. If, there's an, if, there's an, if I know I can, whenever I feel like it, at any point, get up and leave, then I'll, I will be very happy to go. And I think that's a really important thing to have in place. Mm. So while it's great to have a friend take you there, it has to be a friend who will go, yep, as soon as you ask me to leave, we'll go. Mm-hmm. And you have a friend who'll do that. Um... If you're asking to leave the minute you, before you go in, then the friend encourages you to go yeah. in. But just knowing there's a safe Well, the friend would, would say something like, um, instead of going, why don't we just go for a walk outside for a little while, take 
take a drink with you and then see see how you feel sure. in five minutes. Sure. But if you still feel like going but five minutes. But to a point, because you need to be able to, you need to know, it's not about whether they'll do it or not, you need to know that they will. Mm. And then you can pretty much relax and stay. Um, and so, like, I, I did think, when I go to the pub with friends or whatever, I'm, at oh, a certain point, I'm just done. And then I'll just get up and I'll go and I'll go, thanks very much, had a good time, bye. Are they, do they get very angry with you when I you I really do go to the pub very often no, anymore. Pubs. But I know when people didn't, and it tended to be the point where people started to get intoxicated, I would leave, which, and so people were already off in their own place anyway, didn't care. They don't care, they didn't even notice, really. Um, yeah, so that's good. It is. Uh, he asked other questions. Go on then. Uh, not enough hours in the day, well, there are. There are enough hours in the day, you just have to use them efficiently. I think you just have to have a, if you've, the problem is maybe you've got a really cruel and unfair boss who works you far too hard and doesn't pay you nearly enough. It's possible, but That's unlikely. That's often the problem. I think mm. the best thing you can do is des- is fully deserve a pay rise, and I think he's already doing that. <laughs> and you should give him one. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. That poor boy works 400-hour shifts in that awful prison up in Cambridge. On the other hand, you're not going to get any social anxiety disorder there, because you're all on your own. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's doing him no good at all. <laughs> lots of computers. Lots I think of... he deserves a big raise. All right. And you see that's done in the morning. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Order lots of new servers, and we'll use all the money to pay him. <laughs> Excellent. Throw it back at you. Will you give him a nice Christmas bonus? He's, I think I think they've got. Okay. I think they do. I think they've got Christmas bonuses. And finally, how do I get rid of this cold instead of eight days and counting? That's ridiculous. And you, you don't believe in colds like that, do you? Yes. And you don't believe in hay fever. No, hay fever is rubbish. But colds are. Really- um, I think you should. They, the only thing that's been scientifically shown to lessen but not cure colds is if you take. A mega dose of vitamin C mixed with zinc, it will lessen it by about a day. So instead of being eight days, it would have been seven. <laughs> I find that colds don't end anymore like they used to. You used to get a cold and after three days you'd feel better. But now you they fade out so slowly mm. that I forget that when I started feeling better... Actually, don't touch, get to touch wood. I, I actually, seriously... Don't say touch wood. Touch wood. What do you mean touch wood? Touch wood. Go on then. I would... Go on then. <laughs> I would. You can touch my wood. Go on. <laughs> I touch wood. I I I think that touch wood. I've had few, I've had fewer colds since I've taken vitamin D. Oh, but vitamin supplements are bad for you. No, no, I don't. That's why I don't take multivitamins. I only take vitamin D because we're known to be very deficient of that, especially somebody who's lived in Africa with proper sun. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest five. Try taking five thousand pounds IU, worth. Five thousand IU of vitamin. It's actually a very cheap vitamin. I mean, you can get uh, you can get a year's worth for about ten pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's to Try taking one five thousand IU tablet of vitamin D three every day for a year, and then record the number of colds you get. I would predict you get. I don't fewer. you think it's going to help cure this cold? No, this cold you're you're done. But I think the problem is you keep getting them, and he does. Right. His immune system's always letting himself down. And apparently, vitamin D is the is a missing link in the. System and you Brits, you pale Brits, really don't get enough vitamin D because it's not like you can go and lie in the sun, is there? Because there isn't any. You're like the palest person I know. So there we are. How rude. <laughs> You're translucent. You are white. so racist. <laughs> you really embrace being a white South African. You're such a racist. <laughs> We've gone on far too long now. It's, it's nearly awful. an hour. It's disgusting. An awful podcast. It was dreadful. Rubbish, useless advice questions didn't work at all. Podcast at rum doing Clearly something. Other people have much better listeners than we do. Please don't listen to this podcast. Well, I want to know how come that none of the big podcast groups have asked us to join them. Like, why haven't any of the, you know, the the gangs of Morgan? You know, we have millions of listeners. Morgan Stanley. I know. 
ridiculous. Anyway, that'll do. 55 minutes is plenty. Too much, in fact. Merry New Year. Yes. Um, I hope they, uh, they know what 2012's like and we don't. They're time travellers. They should send a message back to us now. Yes, tweet, tweet us. Tweet us now. At what I'm doing, tell us what 2012 is like. And all the lottery numbers. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.